0: Is up, people, and welcome back to the Highline Podcast. It's Christmas Eve in 2023. Big, big Christmas vibes. And we've just sat through, it is actually, it's proper Christmas Eve. What time is it? It's quite past seven. So we are, we're hustling. We're yeah, committed. We have our grind on. We're committed to the cause. We haven't even drank much yet. Not yet. Which is, this is how committed we are. And we have a huge episode because we have to talk about all the Christmas football that happened over the past week, but also since Stephen's Day build up that's coming. And it was a huge weekend. Very interesting. Lots of of talking points. Like I think there's one place to start, which is the title race, where it was first versus second. That game delivered for sure. A game delivered. I I, I think it ebbed and flowed an awful lot. I think... Arsenal were by far the better team at the beginning. They came out, could have got a couple, got one. Thought there was a few good performances and there a few shock performances. The Havertz actually looked okay. I love say. saying that. Yeah, because I, I was kind of remember in the last podcast we said it'd be very yeah. interesting to see if Mikel Arteta goes with, sticks with Havertz because yeah. that'll really show balls. Yeah. Thodzintchenko was horrific. Yeah, we're going to get onto that now. He should have been taken I'm off because. Salah, but even at that, Liverpool came back. Jurgen kind of changed the way that they were set up he came back into it there was a
1: lot of in-game tweaks and there, was adapting, so,
0: wasn't there? there was so many but I'll tell you the issue right I think Liverpool had enough for Arsenal but their front three let them down that I know Salah that
1: Anfield crowd they were is, much better
0: is so yeah. important to how they play football like Salah had one moment of brilliance he did but and even at that his moment of brilliance it was Inchenko, it dreadful, Inchenko dreadful as well was. but I just thought the
1: front three for Liverpool were so bad so, so They're so bad. Something, something that we used to say was a strength of Liverpool's was the firepower up mm. front, how clinical mm. they are. But in these last couple of months, they haven't been clinical. Because what it was,
0: what kind of dictated the way who was on top in the game with the midfield. So Arsenal's midfield started
1: great. They were winning it really high. And I won't mind Klopp's midfield choice was in, was very, very interesting. It was very. Endo, mm. Jones and Sabaslay. And they came into it and
0: they did a really good job. Endo played really well after the first 20 minutes. He played really, really well. And then Liverpool's midfielder on top. Arsenal tried to do the stupid thing. Gary Neville <laughs> kept saying it in commentary. He did this, they did the stupid thing of trying to play sideways, backwards passes in their own half at handfield. Yeah, doesn't work. Liverpool started picking them off and started getting chances. But their forwards couldn't do anything. Their forwards could not... Luis Diaz was horrific. Gakpo was a waste of time. Salah yeah. had
1: one good moment but was pretty poor. It's that. always... It's hard to know who's the best number nine option for Liverpool Mm. whether it's Nunes whether Mm. it's Gakbox they both offer completely different things but one thing they don't guarantee at the minute anyways Mm. is goals no it isn't both obviously having the best defences in the league I thought the two centre halves on each team Mm. were
0: phenomenal Saliba was man of the match Saliba was man of the match and in his press conference or his interview at the end of the game came out and said openly Arsenal should have had a penalty or Liverpool should have had a penalty and I, I can't figure, I can't really figure out why it was given. In commentary, they said obviously Odegaard's slipped.
1: foot slipped slightly, but it was it his just, hand is still out from his side. It hits his arm. It it's was, a handball. It
0: was yeah. I just thought the ball wasn't moving at much pace. It all, It actually did look
1: like he just went to slap it. Like mm,
0: yeah. I, I can't really figure out how there's it wasn't.
1: There's been a lot of inconsistencies and mistakes by mm. referees again even more so today in, in,
0: in, in the football match and yesterday and Forrester filing a complaint as well Yeah, but unbelievable like Trent had a huge chance as well Yeah, that was when Liverpool kind of
1: came back on top you've got to take them moments those You're, moments are what define a season you have to take them you
0: really do Jamie like, I can't tell you either right I thought Saka played really well actually Yeah, but the amount of times and this is an issue the amount of times Saka he did it I'd say three four times in the game Saka did really well Got a really, really good ball in. Drilled across the face of goal. Havertz, Jesus, Martinelli
1: stood. Just, there's there's, there's just no, no instinct There's there. no goal-scoring instinct in that team. There's none. And that's what they're missing massively.
0: And and honestly, any instinct at all in the, those three players, because Havertz's job is to lay it runs into the box. Yeah. So he's always in and around that area. Jesus, obviously, is their striker, should be there. Martinelli always coming in at the back post, should be there. Jesus has to be there, Oh,
1: But there's no...
0: The appetite. there's no, no appetite anyone that's watched that game will remember the, the, the good few times Saka did that and even it was mentioned in commentary if any of them had an instinct there'd be a couple of goals up and it's the same with Liverpool if any of those front three hit any sort of consistent form of yeah. on goal and even just general good play there'd be a couple up so a draw in the end was the right result both teams front threes more so Arsenal's front two just in terms of goal scoring instinct let them down Liverpool's front three in terms of overall play let them down obviously a moment of magic from Salah which was very good but again Zinchenko was gifting Salah gift and Salah opportunities to take him on gift and Salah opportunities to go in and get a good ball across and he didn't do it a lot of mistakes what does it tell you about the title race have you has your mind changed at all no I think it's the same I think I said it last week I thought if Arsenal went to Anfield and won that would be the title obviously I don't mean that as I just think they'd be hot favourites yeah and I still don't think there's anyone really odd favourite at the minute. I think there's obviously three huge contenders. Yeah, and
1: they all have their flaws. And they
0: all have their flaws. So I think if Arsenal went and won, it would have, been, it would have been made them a favourite in my eyes. Yeah. But no, nothing has changed. I think, like I said, Liverpool need to sort out and iron out those flaws that they have up front right now. Because their midfield, which is what I thought would be their weakest, is performing and did perform. Arsenal, I thought, started brilliantly brilliantly and I still when I come away from that game I think Arsenal are a better team yeah still yeah that hasn't changed so I think both could make January signings obviously we're getting very very close to that window so do I I think they both could and if they get those right I think that's going to be the difference obviously we're coming at January now we're going to be talking a lot of transfers on this podcast in January
1: there could be huge ones in the league. I think that's the case the whole way down the league. The whole way. I think way. every team in the league can make a difference yeah. in January.
0: I, th- I think though where the, the, the margins are tighter, I think, is at the very, very top at the title race, because mm. I think one will change it, and at the very, very bottom.
1: At the bottom, uh, the teams at the bottom, the promoter teams had a great weekend. They had a fantastic weekend. They had a fa-
0: they had a fan- And we are going to touch on that, but we have to just break news, obviously, that broke today. Which was Sir Jim Ratcliffe's takeover of 25% stake in Manchester United has been completed and announced quite ironically on Christmas
1: Eve. Weird time. Very strange. Stupid, but, it's, it but it kind of sums so up united. this whole process of how. It's so United. Like. It's what is it, 13, 14 months since it was initially announced that yeah. the Glazers were searching yeah. for different st- ownership strategies. Hmm. I don't know how they described they it but it has been finally confirmed he has 100% control over the sporting sporting Mm. decisions and the sporting structure and the Glazers will remain in control of the business side of things, which is how maybe it should be. Mm. Obviously, United fans will want the Glazers out entirely, Mm. but if this is the beginning of a process of them being phased out, look, they'll have to play the long game.
0: They will, and I think...
1: I think it is key that Ratcliffe has the full control over the football. Yeah, and there he has is, to get people in. That's jobs. what I was going to say. He has to get There's, people into jobs that they're comfortable doing, have experience in doing, and can make an impact. There is a huge, obviously,
0: question mark at the minute over the manager. Yeah, Eric Ten Hag coming off a very, very bad defeat at West Ham. You were you watching the full game? I will ask you about what the way the game went. But, yeah. but, even aside from that we spoke on the last podcast how important this was because obviously West Ham now go ahead of Man United United down to eighth they're a mile away from anywhere that can do West anything West Ham are into sixth West Ham are into sixth yeah what what's what's going to happen Ten Hag
1: we've said we've talked about Ten Hag a number of times on this podcast hmm. and we've kind of gone from we blame them for some decisions. We give them sympathy for situations that present themselves. Injury situation is not easy. I mean, you look at that back four that started. Like, uh, yeah, come on, Kimbala. I'd never Johnny like, Evans. i would never even heard of him. It's
0: just that that's 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 Manchester United coming up to Christmas, a really busy time of year where you, there's so many points on the line. And yeah. Manchester United's centre-back pairing was Kim Bala and Johnny Evans. It was their 10th different centre-back partnership of the season. A- and we discussed so many times, why is why is Ten Hag not playing Varane all the yeah. time? Why is this? And Jamie constantly hammered home the point. Maybe you can't trust him to you stay You can't fit. rely on him. Varane came in last week, man of the match performance against Liverpool, Gone. and he's out. Knock. Knock. You can't it's, rely you on cannot.
1: him. You can't rely on him. So I think... That's, and that and that's that's that sums up <coughs> transfer decisions that have been made in the mm-hmm. club. Big profiles with history of being big players, but they might just be past it. Like what
0: oh, I read, Sir Alex Ferguson's book, and he always said when he was making transfers with David Gill, if the transfer went through too easy, he always worried. Yeah. And if you think back at those kind of big transfers at United. Even, I'll go to even the bigger names. You think how happy Real Madrid were to let Varan go. That is such a... That's a telltale. Flag. That's such a red flag. You think how delighted Juventus were to let Ronaldo go. Yeah. Or they But were, even
1: like Madrid were so willing
0: to, get to Casemiro let Casemiro out. go. They're going to pay us this money for who? 70 million after, for Casemiro. After him, he, he's given us everything. We don't... He,
1: he's he's only going one Casemiro way. Casemiro was so integral to that Real Madrid yeah. midfield and they probably were looking at it and going... Well, we can get £70 million yeah. for Casemiro yeah. and use that money on Camavinga and Chomeney. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It's no that's what United brainer. should be doing. Signing don't these think players. Like that. This is, this is where, we t- where we hope an actual
0: football structure at Manchester United will bring them back. Because well, let's to, be, let's be honest, for every, for every fan, for every fan, no matter who you like, if you just like football, having Manchester United in around the top, competing, is only a good thing. It's only a good thing. Added to the Arsenals, Liverpools, Man Citys. It's only the a good thing. The more teams
1: thing. that are in the title race, the, the better. better. Added Chelsea up there as well when they get back. But And Spurs could be in there, yeah. Newcastle could present yeah, as yeah, yeah. Villa keep going, the way they're going. Villa are up like there as well. Could, it could be great. There could be seven, eight teams that it are could. going for...
0: And with that. the resources Manchester United have, it's, it's, it's an absolute sin that they're not it and is. haven't been for quite some it time. Is. And it is because of incompetence such as those Varane transfers those you know those like incompetence it, all over the it's all club. over but but here's here's something I want to pose to you right what I'm going to do is I'm going to list you the five favourites to replace Ten Hag to replace Ten Hag at this current moment so again I've said everyone it's Christmas
1: Eve as we're filming this these are and the I, current five favourites and favorites. I do think I do think that Ten Hag now now that that has gone through Mm-hmm. Tenag will start feeling pressure. Well
0: right. the whole other the whole rest of the football department is is cleaned. Yeah. It's They'll only him and
1: his team. They'll be gone and finally there'll be people put in place where Ratcliffe trusts them to make decisions.
0: And then there's going to be decisions that have to be made.
1: Yeah. So it's whether well, to go or whether go. They can. It's they whether, whether it. to integrate their, the entire new Ineos team. The way I the way I see it is now that they're out of Europe, mm. they're out of the Carabao Cup, United now found it, find themselves in a position where they're going to have one game a week. If Ten Hag isn't... Lit, you need to give him until... Definitely the end of the season.
0: That's what my opinion. I know you're a different opinion to me, but that's my opinion.
1: Maybe. Like... The way I see it is he's... No manager has ever f- gone into the pressure position and rose back out of it in the last... Not for Man United, no. It hasn't happened. If a manager is going to come in and implement a style of play having one game a week gives them a great opportunity to do that. So you have half a season of one game a week, training them every week, then you have a full pre-season, then bang. It's not like fresh, new ideas, pre-season. Yeah. Next season, you're into it. Yeah. You have half a season, full preseason, and you're ready to go gun-ho at yeah. the start the next season. That's how I would look at it.
0: That makes, that's, yeah.
1: But when well, I look but, at the manager options out there, and you're going to list out these favourites to I'm going to list them out too. Off the top of my head, I don't, think there's a good enough option out there. But I'll see now what sh- who you say. Well said
0: to I'm you. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to you
1: right. Yeah. The favourite is of course the Graham Potter, four to one. That makes sense. Why? Because he was interviewed for the niece job and Ratcliffe is owned by Nice. And do you think that's a possibility? I think it's a possibility. I think Ratcliffe is going to go for a British core in the sporting department in the football team i mm-hmm. think he's going to target british players i think that's a big i think he wants to get united back to that british core yeah so i think potter makes sense hmm. whether potter would be able hmm. for that job is another question altogether there's no back in there there's no. no evidence, as no. you say. At the top there's no evidence. No. He went to Chelsea. And now Chelsea is a basket case. And I have sympathy for managers to go to Chelsea. Yep. I don't think any manager like I look at Pochettino now, I've sympathy for Pochettino. Yeah. But Potter, even in the press conferences, he just didn't show enough personality for me to say he can manage a top like look this is how I see it. All the top clubs, right? Hmm. Arteta. Klopp Guardiola yeah. even Ange yeah. they all have a big personality they all exude control yeah Potter doesn't have or po- Potter doesn't have to Potter have that personality He didn't have that when he was at Chelsea the media had a field day with him they took the piss out of him at times do you remember every press conference Potter had it was just him trying to back himself it, he was getting hammered 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 and he never once came out and defended himself with a bit of Drive and Never. a bit of oof. Never. Never did it. And that's where why I doubt. I don't you can't go to Man United and not be able to back yourself. No. Because it's Man United's a cesspit. You will get <laughs> swallowed, yeah. chewed, spit out again. It's the media is all over them.
0: Yeah. In, next favourite, and it's very, very these are the two clear front runners. Okay. Is Julian Lapetegi? Okay. They're the two clear. This is what you mean by not the best choice.
1: Lopetegui again, yeah. does he have the personality? He went to Real Madrid, and he was gone after like ten games. So it's yeah, he did a good job at Sevilla, done a decent job last season at Wolves. Fell out with the hierarchy. Yeah, they mightn't want a big personality that might fall out with them straight away. To come is, in. Yeah, I know.
0: So, I don't think he's a runner. I don't think so either. The next three I'm going to just name are quite close. So the third is 8 to 1 and then the rest are actually all tied at 12 to 1 right i'm going to be naming a few so at the last at 8 to 1 is zinedine zidane and then there's three at 12 to 1 where do you hear this bunch of Kieran McKenna Michael Carrick
1: and Robert Zerbi McKenna and Carrick are going to be united's Arteta yeah i don't know that's what McKenna and Carrick <laughs> but that need.
0: whole list is is such a it's such a random list.
1: It's a, there's style differences all over the place. There's experience differences all over the place. I don't think Zidane would work at United. No. I don't. He's I, not He's not long-term thinking anyway. No. I don't think McKenna or Carrick are near ready. But then again, you have to ask yourself, was Arteta ready when he joined Arsenal? Well, two eighth-place finishes didn't suggest so. He was learning on the job. Yeah. And it's worked out, as of now, whether they, he wins something. He's is the next thing.
0: Thing. He has won definitely. But he has back.
1: got Arsenal from worse than, nearly worse than where United, where United are now. Yeah, definitely. To second season in a row Challenge. I, I can't can tell you two years ago.
0: I remember driving in my car, right? I was with my friend. And he's a Chelsea fan. I remember we have a couple of Arsenal fans. And we remember we were having a conversation. And we were just like, imagine being an Arsenal fan. Because obviously... You can look at Chelsea fans, you can look at United fans, you can look at Liverpool fans, you can look at those sorts of fans. No matter how bad each of them have gotten, there's always almost no doubt. There's no doubt they're going to get back. For example, when Liverpool were down, they weren't winning. There was no doubt in anybody's mind. Liverpool would be back one day, they win a league. United, obviously, at the minute, they're they're down, their fans are down, but there's no doubt in anyone's mind United will be back because...
1: Just, There's too oh, much resources Too to much players. resources there
0: They will win the league again Same with Chelsea They are In the mud right now I have yeah. no doubt In my mind Chelsea will come back And win the league Yeah Don't know when it's going to happen they're, they're, But they're going to come back Yeah They throw too much at it Something is bound to stick Same with United Same with Liverpool And at the time I was looking at Arsenal They just come off Another 8th place finish They hadn't been in Europe and In the highest league in Europe In Champions League In how many years And when they did They were just whacked there and I was thinking, imagine being a nurse. If I hadn't won the league since oh, 05, oh, four, oh, 04 maybe. Oh, four. And I'm just thinking they have no prospect of ever coming remotely close anytime soon. Yeah. They don't have the power to throw everything at it. I'm looking at Arteta thinking this guy is learning on the job as you just described. Yeah. I say, And now look,
1: yeah. football can flip. But it's also about sticking with your man, if you believe in him. It is, well. it is. That, that, that's the Like route. whoever this new manager <coughs> is now, well, that's. this new ownership needs. And how many times have we said, manager needs time? But that's, that's the route Arsenal went. That's generally the route United goes. That's
0: generally the route Liverpool goes. For example, it's not the route Chelsea go. They found success and that's the way it is. But at the minute, they're just, they're not, but they're under new ownership. That might never come back to the way it was yeah. of constantly switching managers. Let's go back to the managers. Can I just, one last point yeah. on Ten Hag. For people that's listening that are saying, look, you've spent, whatever, the last 10, 15 minutes talking about Ten Hag gone, that's not really that realistic that he'll go. And I just want to show something to you. I said this a while ago, that it was only Roy Hodgson that was more close to being gone in terms of the bookies odds I always go by bookies odds they're very very accurate because they show what the market is thinking Ten Hag is now a clear by a mile favourite of being the next manager to gone in the league in the Premier League by like by a mile Roy Hodgson's the second nine to 9-2 Ten Hag is almost even money he's 11-8 to eight in Skybet right now he's almost even money that he's going to be gone
1: I, I think he will be sacked personally do you? When that When do you think? When that structure is in place. If it, if it keeps going as it's going and there's no... Nothing, no evidence there to show that he's getting things back on track. Why would you waste those months where you have such a good opportunity in the league to get someone in, play one game... It's like I've said, play one game a week, full week's training, go into pre-season, full pre-season, after already three, four months Mm. trying things out trialing, testing what players do I like what players don't I like what do I need what do I not need pre-season get the players in train them match experience start the season and you're already you're already six months seven months eight months into your project already I tell you I'm going to say two things right but the manager that they bring in needs to be the manager for the next I'm going to say two things right the first is
0: you will know very, very soon what way Ias and his team are thinking with regards to Eric Tan Hag because of how they treat this January transfer window. they're in now they're in they're not in
1: for the next six eight weeks
0: needs, they to, they won't, so be... they won't be they won't be active in January, no so basically United are a mute point in January, so there won't be any window
1: no. Well, they're already
0: screwed by financial fair play anyway. They are, we know that, but in terms of even loan deals. No, I don't think so. Well, they probably will make a loan deal. I've seen Romano, Marman I mean. they're recently saying we're going for a striker. Yeah,
1: we are. What a, a mess. They like, are in a shite going a for mess. a striker. So They need us. They need, they need an, an Ivan Tony there to play for the next three years so Hoyland can learn on the job. Hoyland's not ready to start the job. as a number nine for the next two, three years. He can't. He's not ready not yeah, ready I he's not ready and that's not his fault no that's no bad mouth to him no I think he's a talent yep. I think he has all the capabilities but he's not ready yet he needs someone he can go oh, this guy's going to take the pressure off me so I can just come in hmm. when I'm off the bench start the odd game and there's not so much pressure on me hmm. to bag yeah it's uh, I feel sorry for him it's a graveyard shift at the
0: minute he's getting no service too and like he is no obviously a, oh, oh, no goals in the Premier League and we are at the halfway point yeah it's just he it doesn't even
1: look like breaking anytime soon either
0: it doesn't it doesn't ha- in my opinion he had the biggest chance in the United Liverpool game yeah. and it was it was a frightened shot yeah it was a panic, panic it was, shot it, was, it lacked
1: con- conviction Posure. lacked composure yeah but it, that'll come. That will come. It's a Bit like Garnacho, and he going
0: through lacked composure, lacked. It'll come, but he needs someone beside him.
1: Does to take he, the pressure he, off he him, like I said. So. Beside him, I mean, like a big personality, like an Ivan Tony goes in there. Yeah. Automatically, Tony will take that pressure and he will thrive off because he wants that pressure. Yeah. You need a striker like that. We're going to go to the promoter teams who
0: had just yeah, a phenomenal, really, really good phenomenal weekend.
1: Phenomenal weekend. And I had believe I had written all of them off All of them off. Yeah, this weekend I didn't think yeah. they'd get anything out of any game
0: we have Burnley winning 2-0 comfortably away
1: at Craven College I'm going to let you take that away
0: that was do you know the, if you look at Burnley's two goals there they were fantastic goals they were good finishes but you wouldn't associate that with the fantastic football of Burnley no that you described you, uh, you're absolutely true you're absolutely right they wasn't like Four or five passes in around yeah. the penalty area that was finished two it to an open It was net, getting a bit
1: of space and hitting, and a hitting your shot. And a
0: hitting a really good shot, powerful, yeah. in one of the corners. So you're absolutely right there. But with saying that, it is something like that. Yeah. I, and a, when you're down at the bottom, I think at the top is enough to have one of those big moments. When you're down at the bottom, you need a couple of them. You need a couple of them. Yeah. One is not enough, because if they go and lose and get thumped the next day, it's this is forgotten about. And
1: it is Liverpool for the and next. And it is
0: Liverpool the next day. But it's great it's, for it's, them it's it's, they have Lyle Foster back as well. That's it's, great. it's huge, as you said. It, it's important, but they need a couple of these, Burnley. Like mm-hmm. I said, it went the bet Sheffield United didn't go fully on and capitalise on that. In the next... I said I'm going to give it to the end of January, which I did say. I like them for some reason. I'm going to stick
1: with that. A shock. I tell you, if there's any promoted team that I like, it's Luton. And I, I, we're going to get there, but a shock... Drop points for Aston Villa yeah I watched that game as well tell me what you thought Sheffield were very very compact by the 25th minute they had completed 12 passes 12 to Villa's 200 12 12 so it was clear what they came to do yeah Villa got very very similar to the Liverpool-United game Villa just started getting frustrated mm. nothing was working they weren't sticking to their principles so they started these long shots really it wasn't a characteristic Villa home performance. Mm. It didn't create any huge chances. I remember Sheffield nearly won it. They still could have won it. Like Villa, Villa had a goal disallowed by the way, which I don't think should have been disallowed.
0: That was where it was brought. Where a Ramsey bit too far back, you Ramsey
1: think? tugged Fodringham. You think it was it's a too foul. Far back? It's a foul. Yeah, but I mean, Sheffield had three separate chances to clear it, and they gave the ball away. Villa go on the score so in my opinion Sheffield have lost their advantage because they failed to clear the ball yeah so but anyways if I start talking about the referees and VAR I'll be here until yeah, fucking know, New Year's Eve I never I mind know, know. Christmas Eve so there's turkey tomorrow like. yeah so if to save my Christmas spirit I'm not going to go into that Um. but yeah it was a great goal as well for Sheffield Sheffield scored a great goal Hamer who I've praised on this podcast, I think you've only, actually praised the system. goal week. scorer, yeah, and Cameron Archer, who yeah. signed from Villa subsequently four months after his last game, scored at Villa Park. Yeah, so I like Cameron Archer. I think he will get if Sheffield go down, which I believe they will. Yeah, I know. I think Cameron Archer will not struggle to get a move. I think he's good enough to stay in the Prem. Mm-hmm. I like him, young, good finish in him, good pace, and but then again, Villa showed their quality with a great goal in the ninety-seven minute Zaniolo with his first goal Douglas Louise, great cross I think Douglas Louise, is a great player I thought John McGinn was great the other mm-hmm. day as well um, How did Watkins play? He, Watkins Watkins was quiet you
0: know? but be, it's because you're saying because Villa kind of got a bit just uneasy a bit yeah. frustrated they didn't stick to the game plan of Watkins in
1: behind No well there wasn't space for Watkins to there were that, low, there were that deep go in behind Sheffield was, Yeah. so he was trying to do his thing where he plays within the width of the box yeah wasn't really yet. Sheffield played three at the back, so there was essentially three lads on him. Yeah, I know. Diaby wasn't great. Diaby was poor. Bailey was okay. Ramsey was decent. Was, there was a couple of cha- like They have a couple of injuries. Like, Kamara was suspended, so McGinn wasn't on the wing cutting in anymore. It yeah. was more Ramsey. McGinn yeah. was more central. So they did miss Kamara, I think. That Kamara and Louise dynamic in the middle of the park is huge for them. Pau Torres wasn't playing. I'm trying to remember. It was Longley. Longley oh, was playing. Wow. He was okay. Mid. They didn't have much to do. Yeah, Villa, yeah, 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 yeah. Martinez, when he called upon, made great saves. I love Martinez. I think he's brilliant. But Villa will be kicking themselves now today that they could have been top of Christmas. That's the big thing. Yeah, they uh, could have been. Burnley took three points from their game. Sheffield managed to get a point. But credit to Sheffield though as well because they dug Definitely. deep. They dug deep. They hung in there. They defended well. And when their chance came, they took it. They then were they, unlucky. They, they didn't. Jamie, at the end
0: of the day, they left Villa Park with a point. Yeah. And I want to move to Luton. Arsenal and City couldn't even do that. Exactly. And I want to move to Luton, who came with three points. Yeah. As well. And we said that they could do it against. I I said it was one of my picks. picks. Another winning week for me last week. But yep. by the way, I said Luton wouldn't draw that game. I said they'd win. Are Newcastle in trouble? In trouble of what? They mightn't get in the top six. <coughs> oh, they mightn't. Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think, think, think they will. No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. They're not. They've they've been they've had an unfortunate season. I'm not saying it's all down to poor play, by the way. They've had a very unfortunate season. They're really They're really, h- like really Eddie juice. Howe has had to play the same lineup for the past six weeks. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. And they are shot. All of them are shot. Shattered. Shattered. Kieran Trippier is shattered. Shattered. He is not playing any good football at the minute. But credit to Luton, brought to Kenilworth Road, and they got three points, which is... Vital, as I call it. What does it? I have. I had. Did I have Burnley? I don't think I had them in my picks, but I had Burnley winning.
1: Mm.
0: No, I had Arsenal. That's the one that didn't come off. At Arsenal. No, I think Luton deserve
1: a lot of credit, especially at home. They seem to be very good at home. They get results. They really do results. They do good performance. Like they hit the post. Yeah, twice. Yeah, they actually are. Do you know
0: what they're able to do? Which which teams? Because we've had them semi doomed. Yeah, but as teams that are semi doomed don't do often. And that's they do create chances. Yeah, they create chances. I like a couple of their players. Like I like Adebayo
1: up front. Yeah. I think he's real handful and he's got quality. He should have scored.
0: Yeah, I like that. Do you know what the manager is quite understated as well? He's he not. Is. He doesn't come out with these big fucking no. talking all about Barkley, his philosophy. Barkley was
1: such a good signing. See his shot. Yeah, How, that was a shotgun bullet. Like, yeah, it was phenomenal. Townsend's so good for them. Yeah, the goalkeeper made a great save on Callum Wilson. I've praised yeah, the goalie yeah, on this I before. Think, yeah, Kaminsky Luton have. I think this might sound crazy Yeah. of all the promoted teams best I think it's Luton to have the best chance. really stay, yeah. yeah
0: just really quickly before we go on to my picks of the week can we touch on Chelsea again they just played yeah, today they just, just played,
1: played today they lost again another loss for them Pochettino, Pochettino went down didn't down the tunnel I saw not look happy early,
0: yeah.
1: even in the press conference leading up to this went on a bit of a rant about players agents and did you see that no agents and players expected minutes and he said it's not a charity it's a football club so I don't like can't cracked. imagine the feel around that club some, is too good. It's some minute.
0: strange choices of starting lineup today. broya yeah, was weird. on the right. Broglie
1: and Nico Jackson playing. But was it Jackson up front? Kind of, was, they kind of switched it. It was oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Like and the, they missed Sterling. I saw Sterling that. missed I a couple saw, of big one yeah. in particular. He missed a couple of chances, but there was one in particular where he had. All he had to do was square. He had Palmer and I think Jackson. I think the two of them beside him. It was about but even three if, on none. But even if he doesn't square it, he should finish that anyways. Yeah, it's a poor shot. It's a poor finish. And if like if you're not going to square that, you make sure you finish that. Is Chelsea season over? Oh
0: yeah. Can they look, yeah. like, what can they
1: hope Chelsea's like? season's done yeah. yeah. What are they Probably. going to do Go and sign more players Probably Although Nkunku looks bright He did he Nkunku looks bright He looks like he's like He had a goal Cleared off the line And he scored a goal He could have had a brace He could have single-handedly Dragged Chelsea a point there Yeah he could have
0: He does look bright He looks good Now of all their signings And
1: there. Chelsea have lacked Goal threat Yeah. So if he Can Score goals Who knows What can happen Chelsea but I don't think even if even if Nkunku does start scoring goals, uh, like, do Chelsea get in the top six? No, do they get in the top eight? Even I don't think so.
0: Like, I'm gonna for the first time, right? Say I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, because I'm I'm going onto my picks now of this <laughs> week, so we're gonna look forward. But these are definitely my riskiest picks. Yes. Yeah, by a mile. So if you go for them, you will be rewarded. You will be Mm. But these are definitely My riskiest Okay But for some reason I like them Okay I like them Let's go then I'm going to start I'm going to start on Wednesday I'm going to start on the 27th Right And I'm going to start I'm going to Everton are going to beat Man City At Goodison Park Ah coming off a loss Coming off a loss I told you that loss Was coming as well I said Spurs Mm -hmm. would beat Everton Everything are going to bounce back. City'll City, City are just City'll flying back. City are a jet lag, will they? City, City are only flying back from fucking
1: Saudi Arabia. Where they've won, by the way, so it'll be a good feeling.
0: Yeah, no, good feeling, yeah, but, you know, hungover. They're going to be flying it's back I doubt they were drinking now. No, no, but you know what I mean. Not, I'm not, I don't mean a drinking hungover. I mm. mean more of a travel, celebratory, mm. come down, more so than yeah. an actual hungover. And, like, where do you not want to go when you're kind of after having been off on a holiday? Christmas
1: vibes as you well. You
0: don't want to go to Liverpool you don't no. want to go to you don't want to go to Goodison and get shouted at it's not, you don't want to see Sean Dyche that's the last person you want to see after a holiday <laughs> you don't want to see Sean Dyche and they're going to be organised they will and they're going to be ready so I, I, I love Everton there that's my favourite of this week I love Everton I like that
1: one myself yeah,
0: yeah. I love Everton against City I'm going to move next to Turf Moor No oh, fucking hell yeah yeah I would lay Liverpool here
1: Oh, I don't know about that one. No. Yeah, I'm going to say Burnley winner draw. I think Burnley will give them too many chances. Do you think? Yeah. Like Liverpool, yeah, we say they're not clinical. They're just But I think, really I think give, Burnley will give... Do you know what? Like we just said Salah ripped Zinchenko a new one. He didn't. What's he did once. Zinchenko asked for a new one consistently and Salah couldn't rip him one. I just think they'll give... Uh, Burnley give up chances. I think if they'll give Liverpool too many chances
0: I just think Liverpool are so lukewarm right now. They're so lukewarm. And Burnley coming off. This is it now. I'm not saying Burnley have to win or draw this game for it to change anything. But I think they can make a huge statement here. They can. I just don't think they will. Yeah, that's okay. Like I said, this is a risky week, right? And it doesn't get any better from here. I'm (laughs) going to move to Old Trafford. And I am going to back United. And you might think that that there's no possible case
1: what, that I can What make. statistic
0: are you going to shit <clears throat> me now? I'm going to give you no statistic, zero, because every t- statistic at the minute is pointing towards Villa. But I think it could be a weight off all those United players' shoulders that the news that broke today has broken, finally. And I also think that Villa are on a down. Of their they've finally got over the line of that they've broke that record of consecutive home wins. They got over the line, they stumbled, they looked tired uh with Sheffield today at home. They're going to Old Trafford after Old Trafford getting the really good news that it's going to get new toilets. So <laughs> I think they're just going to be apps. I think I think United could and Ten High could save his job for, for January here. You don't I know after listening to me you don't hate it.
1: I know after listening to me you don't hate it. I don't hate it I still don't think there's I think Villa win you Win Yeah United have Have United been good at Old Trafford once this season
0: There was a League Cup game there I think Yeah That they played Was it Palace Oh they played well against Chelsea actually they play, No they played well against Chelsea they did play well But against Chelsea. Villa are going to be quite better than Chelsea Tampa Villa would play well against Chelsea though as well Yeah they would So I mean it's 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 Yeah maybe not I don't think so About that one I'm going to go through I'm going to see what your thoughts are on the week yeah. and, I'm, and we're going to go through all the, all the upcoming week right so I, Stephen's day Stephen's day right first thing we're going to watch is St James's Park we're going to we're going to Newcastle against Nottingham Forest very very tough one for both teams actually Nuno was very unlucky to come away with nothing in the last game a stupid red card City never red a red card, card never a
1: red never a yellow a shot
0: cleared off the line never a yellow
1: no no it was not yellow and
0: some very bright moments there for Forest Newcastle shot to bits I'm going to go a Forrest away win here or at least lay in Newcastle don't think Newcastle come out with
1: 3 points I reckon it'll be a draw draw I wouldn't say Forrest will have enough to win Yeah. I don't think Newcastle will lose either
0: we're going to move now to Sheffield United Luton a huge huge battle at the bottom it's of a the massive league massive game Sheffield are at home I'm still going Luton
1: I'm going to go Luton as well yeah, yeah that's a massive, massive game
0: massive game the other side of that the other promoter team Bournemouth are at home to Fulham where I'm fully back in Solanke here
1: definitely after Burnley yeah. beating Fulham definitely and Bournemouth Solanke is on fire right
0: now the, the hat trick he scored to that. on fire right
1: now
0: it's I really like Solanke are we both back in Bournemouth here
1: yeah Bournemouth for that one
0: another huge
1: one is Burnley I know how you feel about that yeah. one yeah that's a Liverpool win for Liverpool win yeah I think they'll give them too many chances to finish off Stephen's day. Then for us, Man United at home to Aston Villa. What do you think of it? I think United are incredibly, incredibly, incredibly bad. Yeah. Therefore, Aston Villa win. It's a Villa case went. of I think Aston Villa are a very good team, and I think Man United are a very bad team. So I think the very good team will beat the very bad team.
0: Even though the very bad team is in high spirits,
1: the very bad team aren't in high spirits. They're still bad.
0: They are bad. <laughs> no, they are bad. I just have a feeling. This, I have a feeling. This is the start of you can a, have a good feeling you and know what this is
1: the start of reckless rain, right yeah, have a yeah but you can have a good feeling and when your entire attacking core of your squad have a combined three goals hmm. all season hmm. and it's the last week in December hmm. I don't think a good feeling of your stadium being done up is going to make you score goals all, all of a sudden
0: we're going to move on to Wednesday and we're starting off at Stamford Bridge, where Chelsea are welcoming Crystal Palace. Uh, funnily enough, I think Chelsea are going to win that game.
1: I'm going to go for Palace. Yeah, yeah. Palace win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Brentford at home to Wolves. I like a draw.
1: That to me, There's a draw screams snooze fest. Yeah, that's a draw written all over, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like a nil nil. Yeah, I was going to say a draw. But Brentford don't even have goals, and Wolves. Away from home they're not. Brentford the... are good at home. Brentford they have are. been good at home.
0: But wolves are better than Brentford in my opinion.
1: But wolves are better than Brentford, but Brentford are good at home. I think it's yeah, a draw. That's a draw.
0: I want to hear your opinion on Everton against Man City. That's a great finish to Wednesday.
1: Hmm. Everton, Man City. Everton at home. I like the points you made. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with everything there. Huge. Huge. And if we're both correct, huge, huge result. Yeah, for both teams. For both teams. And for, for the, the teams, teams around race, them. And for the teams around them.
0: Huge. We're going to move on to Thursday. We have two games, right? Brighton at home to Tottenham. I found this very hard to call. Bright,
1: Brighton, a team that we we said actually. We, we don't going, like. We said last week that if they didn't get a result against Palace that we'd be on their back we'd have something to say about them. We've got to say something. So I'm going to say something about them. Say something now. They're incredibly overhyped right now. Yeah, they are. And they're not getting the... Hate. Hate. Criticism. Criticism that they deserve. Yeah. They were lucky to come out with something Mm -hmm. against Palace. A fantastic header by Welbeck.
0: Fantastic,
1: yeah. Now, granted, they have a lot of injuries. But we've always associated Brighton with really good recruitment. Yeah. I don't think their recruitment has been up to their usual standard yeah. over the summer. I think Joao Pedro is only okay. Yeah, I think Balaba hasn't been that good. Milner, I think, was a silly signing. I look around their team, I don't think they have too many players of fantastic quality bar, maybe Matoma. Ferguson's still up and coming, still potential. Right now, he's not amazing. They made a... Risky call with the goalkeeper. Verbugen doesn't look that good. Yeah. Steel doesn't look good enough. That's why they bought Verbugen. Huh. But even still he doesn't look good enough. Yeah, you're right. The back line they keep making very silly and I know they're sticking to your principles and yep. playing out from the back. Mm-hmm. But like the the errors they're making are schoolboy. Yeah, no, they are. And they're getting punished for it. And no one is talking about. It. They had a great start to the season and they haven't kept it up. They've only gotten a little they've gotten a bit lacklustre and careless in their passing and not creating like they used to create all in all Spurs will win that game I think
0: I'm going to finish off the podcast with your prediction for Arsenal-West Ham
1: West Ham will be coming off it confident I'm going Arsenal but I still don't think West Ham or all that I think West Ham could be got at and that was summed up by United (coughs) where they should, should and could have been winning that game but they conceded two silly goals usual so yeah Arsenal 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 win there guys Merry Christmas
0: Merry Christmas and we were going to see after Christmas as well and we're going to build up the New Year football have a good one guys enjoy guys